Hi everyone, welcome to the Fallible Management Podcast. Today something about economics, uh, namely Austrian economics and their argument for why money creation cannot increase the wealth in society. So Austrian economics is a theory about how wealth is created, how choices are being made in the economy and it has a famous and simple and logical argument for why printing money or creating money out of nothing cannot increase the wealth of an economy. And that is counter to uh, other economic schools like Keynesianism, which purports to say that the the government has to intervene, stimulate the economy by um, providing money to companies or setting up uh, government investments themselves. Uh, all driven by, uh, at first, the creation of money. So we won't go into the practical details of how money is created, uh, but to say a small thing about it, uh, you, have a fe- you have the Federal Reserve um, Bank who is actually buying up uh, treasuries from uh, commercial banks uh, and thus creates liquidities for those commercial banks that then go on to lend this money out uh, in the economy so where entrepreneurs and businesses can use the money as loans to invest. Um, There's more details and and operational or practical aspects to it but uh, it's not needed here for the argument. I mean we just have to understand that uh, the government can actually increase the amount of money at their own will and make that money available to banks who then make the money available to companies for investments. Now, why can this not create wealth? I mean, intuitively, you would say, well, if there's more money available in the economy, then of course the economy will grow because the money will be put at work into new businesses or growing existing businesses, etc. Well, the reason is as follows. Any money injection or any loan uh, that is being given to a company is merely a particular choice of what scarce resources are going to be bundled uh, into a project that has to produce goods and services that then have to be sold uh, and and bought by, by customers. So the mere act of providing a loan, giving money to a company, is only to make a certain choice for a certain project to deliver goods and services. And with every choice, uh, there comes an opportunity cost, meaning that there could have been other choices made. The same money could have been invested in other projects, implying other uh, goods and services, that had to be produced and and sold subsequently. So it is merely a choice. It is not the money in and of itself that already is creating the growth. I mean, it's only when you provide a loan uh, that you are providing it against a business plan, a business plan that details what kind of resources are going to be engaged in the production of what kinds of goods and services and with what projection of estimated profit that that activity will generate. It's, it's nothing more than that. So it's, um, it's a choice with an opportunity uh, cost to it. And 
the key thing here is that the scarce resources remain as scarce as they are. It's not because we print money, it's not because our volume of money increases that all of a sudden the scarcity of resources is changed. Um, the whole issue or um, objective of businesses is to judge what scarce resources to combine into what kinds of goods and services for what kinds of estimated profit in terms of you know real um, satisfaction of customer needs through uh, a selection of scared resources being engaged in the production of goods and services and so the amount of money is independent of those choices i mean money is just instantiating that choice or selecting that choice as being definite and as being the trigger for the start of production of the transformation uh, of those scarce resources that are being selected but that is the only thing that the money or the extra money does the profit generating ability of that investment depends entirely on whether on and to what extent customers value the goods and services that are coming from the particular selection of scarce resources that were entailed in uh, that project um, and and that project that was facilitated by the money um, but facilitated only in the sense that it uh, gave rise to a particular choice a choice that could have been otherwise and so that is a very important logical point um, it doesn't depend so the profit generating potential of an investment doesn't depend on the availability the availability and the amount of and the amount of money so if we print more and more money still we have to make a choice of what scarce resources to assemble together into the uh, goods and services that we want to sell for which we think uh, they will meet a certain customer preference and so what happens when um, government is increasing the money supply or, or is printing money then that money is going to go predominantly to those choices of projects that would not have been chosen had the money not been printed so because otherwise i mean there would already have been uh, a business case for the project uh, an attractive opportunity so the choice for those resources would have already gathered money in the economy from savings uh, be it by paying uh, a decent amount of interest for it um, it would have been possible to find money uh, that's coming from genuine savings without having to print additional money just because uh, the fact that that project was in inherently profitable enough to attract money that is already being uh, saved additional money will therefore typically be attracted to those projects that couldn't find financing from genuine savings because they weren't intrinsically as profitable and so additional money will attract mostly malinvestment investments that would not have occurred had money had 
market price and and had money not been uh, thus so cheap with with uh, artificially lowered interest rates that comes along with uh, money printing and so you mostly get malinvestments if you have more money uh, printed with lower and lower um, interest rates artificially push down interest rates that effect in and of itself will attract choices of projects that are inherently less attractive that are inherently not meeting customer desires and customer demands so that is what we call mal, mal investments um, and why do they get um, chosen anyway with with the money well that is because the lowered interest rate coming from the cheap money from the printed money uh, all of a sudden makes those projects more profitable than they would have been uh, if the interest rate followed some kind of market rate and the intrinsic profitability of those bad projects would have then shown up uh, more clearly uh, but that's not the case when the interest rate is pushed down artificially low so that is the key argument for why if you have an economy with uh, investments that are backed up by genuine savings and uh, through a interest rate which is a market interest rate which reflects really uh, the preference of the savers uh, in terms of you know what their preferences is are in uh, of, of the cost of, of lending out money um, then you will have predominantly the, the the projects invested that have the highest uh, intrinsic profit potential even with this market rate of interest now if you distort all of that choice making by printing a bunch of money and lowering artificially the cost of that money many many extra projects will be started up with cheap money uh, bidding for resources uh, that were actually not there because they're not saved uh, by the consumers through abstention of consumption and they will be made artificially more profitable than they would have been under a uh, normal or market condition of interest prices and hence uh, will result in mal investments and mal investments don't grow the economy on the contrary they uh, well in the beginning they they will still lead to some growth um, and you know there will be more employment and wages will also rise uh, because of the um, availability of the money and because of the scarcity relative uh, scarcity uh, from adding more uh, projects uh, with the same resources available in the economy uh, so that'll be in the beginning uh, that'll look like growth but then unavoidably uh, once the money printing stops once interest rates are getting to normal market levels again these projects are becoming less and less profitable and given the fact that resources were not genuinely saved through consumer abstention of consumption and therefore uh, resource saving um, it will also become clear that many of those projects don't even have the resources the physical resources to complete their projects simply because they weren't available through savings in the economy um, and they were um, well entrepreneurs were led to believe that they were available but simply because of the availability of, of 
at our, of printed money uh, rather than you know the availability of real uh, resources due to consumer savings so we will get a bust inevitably after such a boom period when all those malinvestments are being started up and and appear to be doing well in their initial phase at some unavoidable moment uh, the tide will uh, shift resources will it will become evident that the resources are not available to complete all the projects uh, and the printed money have has has given the um, false signals that that they were but so they aren't available and many of these projects will fail to be uh, coming to completion and hence uh, there will be bankruptcy liquidations uh, etc and the resources will be freed up again for projects in the economy but the ones that had been chosen uh, were mal investments and hence turned out to be uh, eventually failures and failed investments and that is what causes ultimately also the bust uh, cycle and so the boom and the bust taken together is not a net growth of the economy uh, hence uh, printing money and trying to stimulate the economy by artificially printed money with artificially lowered interests or costs of money uh, can therefore not result in a net uh, increase in uh, economic output so that's the the, the Austrian economics argument uh, it's a purely logical uh, argument it's um, a comparison of uh, choices and uh, opportunity costs of choices no need to be um, very knowledgeable in the practical economical details or very knowledgeable in mathematics it's pure and simple logic um, and I thought it was worth sharing because of its simplicity and its power uh, in terms of explaining for explaining why uh, there cannot be any net sustainable economic growth resulting from uh, purely the fact that we can create uh, new money uh, arbitrarily uh, through uh, government intervention. Thanks as always for listening and hope to talk to you soon. Bye-bye.